we out here. Episode 7. Again, I actually don't know which episode this is. Yeah, were you, episode seven. were you unsure we about that 7 these. there? So, we pre-record these, so it's hard to know, because sometimes I rearrange them. Um, but anyway, Ryan, we're here. We're out here. Um, but Ryan, I have something I need to talk to you about. Um, okay. So, is it okay if we talk about something controversial for a little bit? Yes. Okay, so let's talk about vaccines. Mm. Um, <laughs> Uh, I just got my second shot. Just I'm a I'm a vaxer. Um, just so everyone knows, I got my second shot, and I felt like I had like a 900 degree fever last night. Um, but that's not exactly what I'm going to talk about. I actually had COVID in December and have now gotten the vaccines. Um, but it's just in Seattle, it's kind of interesting because talking to friends from Mesa versus talking to friends from Seattle. There's like a, two different worlds yeah. <laughs> on how we're viewing the vaccine. Um, and I'm kind of like, you know, not not that Romans 13 is used, you know, appropriately all the time. But that's kind of my model where I'm just like, you know what? I'm young. I had COVID. I probably don't need the vaccine, whatever. But, you know, just so I don't like get heckled here in Seattle, I'm going to do it. Um, and maybe for the small chance that it helps save an elderly. But it's interesting here because it's just like you get like hailed as a hero if you've gotten it even if you had COVID or whatever or even if it's not maybe a wise thing whatever so it's just an interesting social thing right now um not to get into the vaccines and anti-vax or hesitant vaxxers but it's just an interesting world ryan where uh you know it everything's honor shame everything like it's yeah. honorable here to get a vaccine maybe it's shameful in mesa in some ways to get a vaccine it's you you're a sheep if you get a vaccine you're you're killing old people if you don't get a vaccine up here it's just an interesting world we live in right now. Um, but yeah, so I just wanted to share that because, I don't know, I think there's people out there that we're getting polarized in the vaccine world too. And yeah, maybe dude. we should just not. <laughs> yeah. We should just not do that. For sure. I mean, uh, given the history of medical issues with uh, African Americans, um, not necessarily due to um, like vaccines killing us, but yeah. more like structural food uh island hood lack of resource and you know things like the tuskegee uh syphilis experiments uh you can yeah. go look those up uh black community has been on the like whoa like even my own family's been like ah and i was like dang okay I'll let me slow down and and see what i'm thinking but you know i had covid too yeah uh and i remember when we were grinding Fortnite while uh i had covid also <laughs> and dude i just scheduled my my shot last night uh, so I'm going oh, to nice. CVS and I made sure it's the Moderna, uh, because I was like kind of nervous about, uh, the other two. So we're going to be, no, really. we're going to be Gucci. That's what I target. had. I had Moderna. So there's a Moderna. chance. Moderna has harder side effects. So yeah. have fun. I literally last night was the worst night of sleep I've ever gotten. Dude. Uh, I work with a, with a three, uh, slowly becoming one of my, uh, closest friends. His name is Zach Hollyfield. Shout out to Zach. Uh, he's Hi, our young Zach. adult pastor. And he turned into his final form uh, and basically died. <laughs> he got a shot. The The kid is like the quickest, like most snippy, snappy. Like he can just come up with a funny phrase so quick in any given situation. And he like just was dead. So Trent, who we've rent mentioned here before, Trent was like, dude, just tell Hello, Ryan Trent. you should go home. And he's like, no, I got to stay because that's three. So, you know, like we got to stay yeah, in the office yeah. and keep going. We got to work hard. Got to work. Yeah. And then five minutes later, he's like, hey, man, can I go home? We're like, yeah, Zach, you can leave, buddy. Oh, <laughs> so I, <understand. laughs> 
I'm gonna be the same way. If he gets shut down, I probably will too. And especially if oh, you yeah. did, Colton. You know, you're you you I'm just don't feel pain. <laughs> I'm literally a tank. When I got the first shot, we're, we'll get into the actual topic here in a second. Sorry for those listening. <laughs> but when I got the first shot, I went to uh, my chiropractor because uh, you know back problems. Thanks, Dad. Um, not that my yeah, dad Vince. like messed up my back, but just genetics. Uh, and so anyway, I was at the chiropractor. And I didn't tell him I got the vaccine just because I just, you know, didn't come up. And for some reason, that day, he used this massage gun on my shoulders. He's never used it on my my shoulders ever. And it was right on, like, where the needle went in. And your arm, once you get the vaccine, it's super sore. And so he started, like, massaging it. And I had way too much pride, so I didn't say anything. But I was literally to the point of tears and pain. Um, (laughs) So... All it is to say, Ryan, once you get the shot, don't don't go to the chiropractor or massage your arm. Okay. Um, or don't have pride, and maybe maybe then that will solve it too. It's literally the worst pain. I've had my like ankle that was sprained and swollen had the swelling squeezed out of it before, and this might have been more painful Yeesh. than that. Uh, it was like painful to the point where I was like sweating. You never like been in so much pain, you just start sweating, and you're like in a cold room. That's what it was like. So anyway, <laughs> enough right. about vaccines, enough about that V word. We're not going to talk about the V word, but we are, Ryan, going to talk about the N word today. Mm. Um, and so our, our phrase for this one, and this is one I've been asked a lot, um, and the question is, why can't I use the N word when black people do? Um, Ryan, have you heard this statement before? Have you been asked um, if they can use it? Yeah, this is on the conversation. Uh, I've got high school students asking me this all the time. They're just like, dude, so I got a question. And I like, I'm like, it's 90% going to be, going to be this, uh, <laughs> like 90% of the time they want to ask this question. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, I get this all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and growing up, I probably, to be honest, I probably heard the N word more than the F word, honestly. Yep. Oh yeah. Um, just just because not N word maybe used in a derogatory fashion per se, but just used in like common banter or through songs or through someone calling someone my N word um, in like a friendly manner. But like the F word was really off bounds because you know conservative Christianity. But for some reason the N word, it was just kind of snickered at. Um, mm-hmm. It was our just like chill. Um, and I can even remember. Again, one of the I have like a lot of racial stories, and I think there's something for us listeners Dude. to do, especially white people, is to write like a racial history, racial story, um, to like know how you have seen race growing up. But one of the stories I remember that really this is probably when I stopped using the N word. Um, I was in high school. I'm not going to say what year, and I'm not going to say who I was with, because um, again, no need to out anyone. Um, but we were at this party, and it was like this little dance party, whatever. I don't know, some high school thing you you do. Um, and there was this black guy that showed up like a part of one of the other high schools and came in and was dancing and hanging out, whatever, but then decided to moon everyone <laughs> at the party. Okay. Uh, which I th- actually, I thought was funny. I'm getting to the point here. Uh, but anyway, for some reason later on that night, um, one of the guys in my group got in a beef with one of the guys in his group. And I vividly remember, um, he didn't say it to his face, but they like got in this tuffle and then we separated them and they started going home. And one of my friends uh, basically was like saying, I'll fight you, N-word. I'll fight you, N-word. Oh, jeez. Come at me, N-word. And that was really when it's like, you know, you see the Hollywood movies and you see stuff like that. But then Mm -hmm. you're you're blind to it in your own life. Um, 
and that was one of the moments that really like, what am I living in? Um, like it, it triggered a generational thing in me almost. It felt like where I finally connected the power and the meaning of that word to its history and its origins. Um, what about you, Ryan? What was it like growing up in uh, Mesa, Arizona in a high school uh, and in, in a youth group that was mostly white? Although your high school is relatively diverse, but what was it like uh, when you'd hear, you know, white kids say the N-word or uh, friends even say it or ask you if they could say it? What, like, what, what was that like for you growing up? Yeah, man. So uh, my experience was very much a bunch of white kids using that all the time. So, uh, you know, I was in football and mm-hmm. football speak and baseball speak specifically, uh, that ends up happening. You know, there's a handful of black kids on our team that are always in the space between reality and like absolute, uh, sadness, um, <laughs> because they're trying to figure yeah. out, man, what is it? How do I still keep my clout and my friends yeah. and not be outed by the majority white kids that I'm still trying to be cool with? Yeah. And well, because yeah, you, dude, you respond I, like poorly to when someone says it or uses it, it's like, come on, come on, Ryan. Like we're just messing around. It's not a big deal. So they really it's yeah. like gaslighting in, in some ways. Well, well, one time in my junior year, I was I wasn't a captain, but uh, I was playing tight end. I started, so I had at least a little bit of like uh, clout, you know, sway with the team. Uh, and we were juniors, so we weren't good. Like we were like we weren't JV, but we weren't senior <laughs> or we weren't varsity, so whatever. <laughs> but uh, one kid who was like three ways mixed race, uh, just kept dropping the word, and everybody was laughing at him, and he just kept saying it, kept saying it, and kept saying it, and I got super heated, and I was like, "Quit saying that word, stop it." I was, I got so mad, and it like changed the entire locker room presence there. And then he, he, he was an eight, so he, he just kind of like was like, what? Like, what do you mean? Like, what are you talking about? What do you mean? And it's like, okay. I was like, dog, like, just quit saying that. It, it can be hurtful. It's frustrating. And, and he was another kid that was like part black, part white, part Native American. Like, he was everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he's like, well, dude, I've been called. Like, he calmed down. I calmed down. We talked about it later. Uh, and he's like, dude, I've been called every name under the sun. I've been called this. I've been called that. And so even for him, there was a little bit of pain underneath yeah. of like, well, let me pick this word because it'll be funny. And then I can kind of get defensive with it, even though it is still conceding to the third of me that is African-American. And I was like, dog, like this sucks. Cause like I confront it, but then it's like, that's just more pain from him and then pain for me. And then nobody was using that word anymore after that. Yeah. Like after I blow, blew up on the team, it was like, we're done. But, you know, that was something I, I wrestled throughout high school always, because even with explicit rap, when my friends would rap along the songs, there would always be a, uh, do we say the N word when it drops? Mm-hmm. Like we were always listening to Lil Wayne. We were always listening uh, to Drake. We were always listening uh, to, I think like Young Two Chains remixing everything, bro. Uh, Two Chains wasn't, <laughs> I don't think Two Chains was lit when we were in 2000. He had like a couple, he had like a couple songs, I think. Uh, may uh, was it Gucci Mane or Two Chains? I don't, I don't know. know. They kind of sound the same. Either way, yeah. Uh, just they just do features. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's anyways. not like their own. They're just featured. They're always. <laughs> they never featured. got their own, bro. <laughs> oh man. But anyways, it was like, okay, uh, what do we do with that? And so there, there was. It was always a. It, it's like the same feeling you get when um, you you know a story and your friend's sharing a story, and you start speaking in code. 
around the other friends who don't know the story. Yeah. But then the other friends try to jump into the story like they know it. But then you're like, oh, they weren't really there. So do I say something? Because they're getting it wrong. And you just always have that opportunity uh, popping up. And, and, and sometimes I'd take it and sometimes I wouldn't. You know, being the only black kid was exhausting. Sometimes I would fight. Sometimes I wouldn't. Sometimes I'd try to explain, but i just get outnumbered and no one would make, listen to me. No one would uh, hear what I was trying to say. Uh, so it was just interesting, man. You just had to pick your battle. Yeah. Uh, and I watched it happen uh, again in the hot tub the other night. Uh, I just went up into my community. My community has a hot tub. And there's a bunch of kids, uh, just a bunch of high school kids. And I was like, well, all right. Well, I was here first, whatever. <laughs> and, and they just start playing hard R, like yeah. music. Uh, and, and there's two black kids in the pool uh, with them. And all the girls are saying, like all white girls saying, like repeating the lyrics, yeah. saying the N-word. And the boys kind of look at each other. And I was like, do I look at them right now and say, yeah, weird, isn't it? Or not? And I didn't. I didn't do it. I should have done it, but I didn't because I was just too annoyed and didn't have the, I guess, I just didn't have the cojones in that moment to be like, look, yeah, stop. But I didn't know any of these kids. Yeah. So I was just sitting there, 28 years old. Well, like, what am I going to do? Try to like strong arm this like high school hangout with like a bunch of teenagers? Like, I. So that picture right there is how it feels. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. It's this weird, it's this weird thing with white people, at least in my experience, where we just like, we want to use the word. It's like this, it's this weird, it's this weird thing where it's like, we want it to be okay. And we, we want the, we want to know one black person that can tell us it's okay to use it. So then we can go tell other people when we do use it, we get called out saying, well, no. Yeah. 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 My black friend told me, you know that I could use it. Mm-hmm. And there's this People quote. People have told me that. Yeah. Kids have told me that. Oh, my black friend said I could do it. And I'm like, dude, insert white kid name here. No. <laughs> insert white kid name here. Blake. Uh. Aw. <laughs> we love you, Blake Herman. Uh, but there, there's this quote from Ta-Nehisi Coates um, where he kind of just says, why do white people want to use this word? Like, why are we having this conversation if you can? Uh, you know, we're going to talk a little bit in a second, but like, you know, if it's okay with a soft A, but it's not okay with a hard R, like, what are the parameters? Oh, when can I use gracious. it? It's just, why, why Why do you want to? Like, why? And, and that's kind of, I don't know, it's just this weird American world we live in. Yeah. Um, and there's the this normativity thing again. Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say, there's Go a ahead. story, this recent story from Papa John. I know we haven't heard from Papa John in a while. Uh, <laughs> and I mean Papa John's and literally Papa John's pizza. Uh, literally. The guy. Yeah, literally Papa John. Um, so for those of you who don't know, Papa John uh, of Papa John's was released like from his duties as serving on the board at Papa John's because he used the N-word during a conference call. Um, so obviously got ousted. And recently he was on this interview with One America News Network, um, which is like a pretty popular mm, conservative. Really reputable. Um, so recently he's on an interview with them and they're asking about like what it was like and, you know, what have you, what have you been up to? And he goes, he basically says that he was mad that the board painted him as a racist when everyone knows that he's not. And then he follows that up. So he says that. He's like, the board paints me as this racist when everyone knows I'm not a racist after he said the N-word on a conference call. And then he follows it up by saying, 
you know, I've really taken the last 20 months to work on some things. And one of those goals was to remove the N-word from my vocabulary and dictionary. And it's like, yeah, I'm just going to go to my vocabulary. And remove it. <laughs> Dog, it took you 20 months to get rid Bro. of the N-word from your vocabulary. How often are you using that? You know, like, <laughs> Yeesh. like that is some ingrained pattern. Uh, anyway, so I think that's kind of the, the dynamic where it's like, you know, everyone knows I'm not a racist. And it's like, well, you use the N-word a fair amount. Well, yeah, but like, you know, it's what's that's that doesn't mean anything. Like, it's just a neutral, neutral word. If anything, it's a, it's a word of respect, Ryan. Um, so, oh, yeah, let's dive into some stats and some history. And then, Ryan, will I'll ask Fun. you the hard hitting questions that everyone wants to know. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, here's some stats uh, 72% of whites and 71% of blacks say it's never okay for white people to use the N word. Um, so, that's that's pretty equal. Um, similarly, 38% of blacks and 40% of whites say it's never okay for black people to use the N-word. So actually, whites are, are 1% to 2% higher saying it's never okay for white people or for black people to use the N-word, which, I, I don't know. In my experience, I feel like, I don't know if I agree with these statistics, but, <laughs> you know, let's say that's what it is. Um, but it, it seems like this is one of the few stats that at least cognitively we know. Like, we would all agree that it's not okay to use this word. But there's all these concession points of, like, when it's okay, right. yada, yada. We'll, we'll get into that in a second. Um, but just for those of you who don't know, um, who don't know the history of the N-word, uh, it's rooted in some Spanish and, like, Latin and Portuguese languages for the word black. Um, it was kind of all merged together, became a slur probably around, like, the 1820s. And obviously, it, it initially wasn't a slur. Um, it was more of a descriptive term, but it became a slur because it was rooted in slavery. So you could argue in some ways that it was always uh, a slur. Um and so, in a lot of ways, for most people who've heard this word, they've probably heard it through maybe books, literature, uh, maybe movies, um, maybe music. Um, but it became this kind of euphemism. So it moved from being a derogatory slur, slur to kind of this euphemism um, where, like, in a sense, black people started to use it, it like, instead of just white people using it in like the 1980s and then especially once hip-hop uh really started taking over in the 90s um and so ryan we can we can talk about that before um and i'll post a link in the show notes for those of you who want to see a ted talk on the history of the n-word but ryan speaking of this word um and talking about some of the things we've already talked about why might it be or i guess questions i get asked sometimes even from like well-meaning white people is like Okay, but then why why do black people use it? If it's so bad, if it's so, you know, nasty, if it's so negative, why do they use it? So Ryan, can you offer any insight into why you might see the N-word in some pockets of black communities and cultures? Yeah, so <clears throat> let's take the idea of the cross, right? So you have the cross and it was the torture symbol for uh, basically Rome to say, look, anybody messes with Rome, you get crucified, you get shamed. This is the most shameful way for you to die. And we're going to leave your body or leave parts of your body or leave your head or whatever it was out for the world to see. Um, so, so what happens is the cross is supposed to be the symbol of terror in the conquered Roman empire in the, the Roman world in the biblical times. Mm -hmm. What happens? Well, Jesus dies on the cross, right? So the savior of humanity uh, the Messiah, uh, Son of God, God himself, dies on the cross in this shameful death, absorbing all the sin and wrath that was supposed to be uh, saved for us. Beautiful thing, right? And what ends up happening with the cross over the centuries? Well, it turns into this beautiful picture of sacrifice. So we flipped the symbol of death hmm. and power 
and destruction and turned it into the symbol of hope and sacrifice and love and grace. Well, the N-word, in my mind, was originally intended to be derogatory, to be shameful, to be hurtful, to be othering, and black people instead have taken it and used it as a symbolic way to represent resilience, to say, no, this is us, no, we're taking this word back, and you don't actually get to define our identity, mm. our story, our sufferings. We get to redefine it. And so if we want to use a hard R or, or an A or uh, use an S or use it even as a term of like joking or endearment in our own community, we get to decide that. Just like Christians get to decide how we see the cross in our community, yeah. black people get to decide how they want to use the N-word. And it is not up to those outside of that shared experience or shared history to decide how that's supposed to be interpreted. Now, do people do that anyways? Of course. Do people look at the cross and despise it still? Yeah. Do people look at the N-word and despise it either by wanting to use it or wanting to hate it or using it derogatorily? Absolutely. But that's kind of how I've understood it. And so it, it has turned into more of a symbolic representation of here's our story, here's our symbol. We're taking this word back. Hmm. Uh, now, is that supposed to be right or accurate or correct or yeah. ethical or moral? I don't care. Like, that's not really up to me to decide uh if i'm not in that community but for me i don't use it um like sometimes when i'm rapping along to the song maybe like maybe i'll say it just in case i like want to just finish out the rap because i'm a musician (laughs) and i like to practice like whatever but like i don't have to use that i think it's funny when when my older brother uses it or when his friends would use it growing up they were so hilarious to me but but to me it was like okay this is endearing this is funny this is hilarious this is in my own family like when my uncles get together and we're talking about oh my god it can be so funny but when people who don't have that shared experience use it and i'm talking not even just white yeah. people but even like others that aren't black or, or part black or whatever then i'm like dude don't like you don't get it you don't know this this isn't your history don't use this word uh just like i wouldn't want a buddhist to use the cross and just like i wouldn't want somebody who is humanist to use the cross and appropriate that symbol uh, as a christian i don't want people who are not white uh or i don't want people who are uh not black um to to take that word and, and appropriate it yeah. now it, it can be used in so many different ways and, and i don't really necessarily agree with the word i don't like the word but I understand the word. Yeah. Um, well, I think that's a key distinction you sense? made there of you're explaining why the word has been recaptured in the yeah. black experience, even if you yourself still don't love to use it yourself for different reasons. But it's not it's not whether or not it's right or wrong. You're just more offering context as to why um, this word has been recaptured in a different way. I mean, in, in the same way, it's like I think context matters with words. Um, words aren't just words. Like they have context behind them in the same way. Like a bunch of my friends that are girls start calling each other the B word because, you know, whatever they're joking around or it's a, it's a recapturing of dignity with a word that was used violently against them. I, I probably shouldn't join in and use the B word. No, to call I'm not that. ever going to use it. Um, nope. Like in the same way, like if I want to refer to Italians as Dago Wops, <laughs> um, like that's cool in my family, but if you called my grandpa and you weren't an Italian and you called him a Dago Wop, he, he'd try to kill you. Um, just because we take the offensive, vulgar, dehumanizing terms, and through you know weird ways of human nature, we try to recapture them 
as our own. It's the same way we like laugh at trauma in some ways <laughs> as people because we're trying to regain control over these narratives and these words that have oppressed us. Um, but that's like, it's still like, that doesn't mean that it's okay for anyone to use it. So is there any context, Ryan, that you would think it is, oh, I mean, you kind of already answered this, but like, is it okay to quote it if you're quoting a book or quoting a resource or should you still use the abbreviated uh, N-word? It, kind of what, what are your thoughts? Is there any situation where a non-black person should be able to use this word? You might not have a different yeah, answer, gonna, but go for it. Yeah, if you're going to run into like <laughs> like copyright issue or like you're doing historical research, like like on like I would not stop somebody doing um, you know graduate level research in history to construct like sociological like things from I wouldn't stop them from using the word because they have to like go back and look at the language of the day, look at the context of the day, and and do that. Or if somebody's quoting a movie, or if you're using a movie clip. Uh, to explain something in a class or an educational setting, it's like, dude, okay, there's copyright things and plagiarism things that you just can't do, mm-hmm. and that's that's kind of beyond me. But like, other than that, you don't have to use it. You could just say yeah. n-word or like yeah. n with a hyphen, or you could just not use it and be like, yeah, black people were called bad names. Yeah, <laughs> like you can do that. Yeah. Uh, so I I would really say a scholastic or educational setting. Uh, at the like graduate collegiate level is probably the only appropriate way to use it. And that's got to be mainly in a, um, yeah, academic way Yeah, is the only way I can think of it. Yeah. And I think, I mean, before we go into maybe a little bit of, I mean, we've already kind of been talking pastorally, but biblical response, but I think it, there's certain things like for white people to help understand, like words have history to them and there's generational trauma that gets passed down through words and words can trigger things um and so we just need to it's not just a word again words have origins they have meanings there's a history of use in the same way like in my own story um one of the ways my older brother and sister would kind of terrorize me as a kid it was they would call me uh heavy toe <laughs> or lead toe oh, man. Uh, because i wasn't very fast as a kid come on alexa uh, and uh that really stuck with me so even as i got into high school and if i was ever called something similar to that some type of euphemism about being slow not mentally but physically it would trigger me like back to like this weird childhood carnal thing. But then eventually in high school, I started just repurposing it and owned it and started laughing and making jokes. And I kind of took control over it. Now, granted, this is a very different context and it's way more historical and way more rooted in egregious acts um, by white people. But even just to help you as someone who may not understand why it's a big deal or why it's not just a word or why it's, you know, whatever, like there's so many things that we can even know, like certain words you've been called in the past that if you get called now will trigger you. Like we, we carry things in our bodies and in our stories. And this is a word that carries a lot, a lot of trauma, subjugation, dehumanization. So you can't just use it. Even if one black person through whatever, for whatever reason told you, you could, uh, that doesn't mean you should probably use it outside of the context with them, even if they're okay with it. So Ryan, is there anything scripturally speaking about words or, or the tongues or stuff that we, we talk about or how we say things or how we a- approach or address people? Is there anything you can think of that maybe would help add even more foundation for us to move off of? Yeah, I would just say, ask yourself, is the reason you want to use the word, if you if you do want to use the word or if you're genuinely curious, ask yourself what motives are 
always be questioning your own motives of like, man, why? Um, just ask yourself the why and, and do yourself a favor and challenge yourself to become a more well-rounded uh, person with your vernacular. Uh, there's so many better ways to communicate and we can always communicate better. Um, and I think if you want to be loving and even if you don't totally understand, just like we say all the time in this podcast, just listen and, and just do it for the sake of loving your neighbor, yeah. especially for uh, Christian listeners out there. Just, just stop. And, and man, if you want to go and listen to future <laughs> and you want to listen to Migos new, uh, album that drops or their single, no culture three is about to drop again. You know what? Just don't say the word when it comes. Yeah. Like I know you'll know the songs, but just don't say it. Just like you and should not say if, swear words if, in songs when you were younger. Exactly. And just think of me s- sitting, going in hey. a hot tub. In a hot tub <laughs> with high schoolers that not, are not from my church. Okay, that's a caveat I didn't add earlier. Not from my church. They were just randos. Okay, just imagine me looking at you saying, "Hey, do you do you have to say that?" Non condescendingly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's good. I mean, think if everything could be viewed through the lens of what is best loving my neighbor and loving my enemy i think we'd uh would yep. be a lot better with our words and maybe if you think of james 3 talks about it like devotes a whole yeah. chapter to the power of the tongue and how our speech exactly. can destroy and give life don't start a wildfire um and right. then ephesians 4 29 says do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths but only what is helpful for building up others according to their needs that it may benefit those who listen Ooh. so it's not according to your need to use that word to finish out the lyric or to you know act cool or whatever it's about the people around you right. especially black people what is the best language words you can use for their needs um mm-hmm. and yeah so then mostly i guess my advice i don't know ryan you'd agree with this i think you would just don't use it <laughs> find a different word yeah find something find else word. um but all right ryan yeah um that's it all right let's get out of here feels right <laughs> see you later, later. <laughs>